Listening time is read. Hello, this is Reading with Vinus. I am Vinus. I'm reading African Myths of Origin today. The story from African Myths of Origin that I'm reading is Ali Allah Goran and his nephew Adelasak. 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 Well, anyway, follow me at Everything Just Fine on Instagram to see illustrations of mine. Also, hey, hey, read every day. If not, I'll have to read for you. And if you just saw how I did that title, do you really want that in my hands? So try to read every day. If not, again, I got you. No worries. Um, today, end of the season. This is season four ending. Three ending. Beginning of season four. Maybe tomorrow. I didn't. This came up on me. You know, I just read the book and just keep going. Um, physical books, you can tell when you're almost at the end. Kindles, you can't tell when you're at the end. At least I can't. Um. I'm not using like the actual like Kindle software. I downloaded this book from somewhere, so I had to download an app. It didn't show what page you're on or when you get into the end. So you just find out when you're at the end when it's the end of it. And today is it. So congratulations. Uh, so I'll probably start reading Japanese myth of uh, mythology next. Or I also have a American Indian Native American mythology book that I might want to read. And even more so, I have a really short one, The Truth and Comedy really thinking about reading that it's real short very fun to do uh you know what i'll do all three just at some point or another stick it out you'll hear it too well anyway let's get to the story the last one of the african myths of origin hope you enjoyed it Allah, ali ali guran and his nephew adel adel Sikh. These two figures and their stories are widespread among all the Tuareg groups of Nigeria. It is interesting that the opposition of uncle and maternal nephew also marks one of the major historical narratives of the Songhai. In the story of Mar Marma Kasa, the As Asaka Muhammad, who overthrew Sunni Allah to establish the true the true dynasty these stories are retold from a recent collections of tales ali guran feared his sister's children for he felt that they would threaten his power accordingly he killed every child born to her dang but at one time she and her slave woman were both pregnant and gave birth at the same time the noble mother exchanged her son for that of the slave woman. Ali Guran took what he thought was his nephew and killed him, but in fact, the true nephew had survived. As the child grew, Ali Guran began to suspect that in fact, the slave boy was his blood, for the child showed unusual intelligence. Once Ali Guran, his son and his nephew, Alda Sek, Alda Sek, was traveling across the desert. They had a store of food and water with them. Ali Guran told the boys 
that they must give the desert its share. His son immediately spread out of his store and poured out a, a part of his water and threw away some of his dried meat and dates. His nephew simply drew closer to him and began to recount the doings of the men of the camp and the news he had heard of nearby camps where they had raided, what booty they had taken, how, wait, <clears throat> this one, I'm sorry, where they had raided, what booty they had, had taken, how they had treated their camels, where they had found water, until the day was almost over and they had completed their trip. Ali Guran then asked the boys what they had given the desert for its share. His son answered that he had given the desert a portion of his supplies. Al-Dasik answered that the desert's share was talk. For me, keeping up the conversation, they had crossed the desert without noticing the time pass. Huh. Another time, Ali Guran was traveling alone in the desert and was taken captive by another group of Torog. He offered them a ransom, and they agreed to let him buy buy off his life. He told them to ride to his camp and ask for his belt and the drawstrings of his trousers. The raiders were puzzled but agreed. They bound up Ali Guran and left him on the sands and they rode into his camp. They asked for the belt and the drawstring to his trousers. Ali Guran's son had no idea what they were talking about but Adasik came and told him that he, Adasik, was the belt, and the son was the drawstring. He added that clearly the father had been taken captive, and they must find a way to rescue him. He invented, he invited the raiders to wait for a meal, and then set the slave woman to work. But instead of grain, they pounded sand in their um, mortage, and work, and the work continued for some time until the raiders all became sleepy and dozed off. Al-Dasik then went among them, gathered all their weapons, and placed them in a pile in the middle of the camp. In the sun, then he took the dish of sand and went as though to bring them their meal. But he tossed the sand in their faces and then drew his sword and began striking them. The raiders grasped for their weapons, but found nothing close at hand. Some of them saw the pile and reached for the swords and spears, but the sun had made the weapons so hot that the raiders could not hold them. In this way, Adasik retorted them and drove them from their camp. Then he came to Ali Guran's son, retraced the raider's path, and freed Ali Guran from his bounds. bounds. Ali Guran then decided that he must kill this clever lad. He sent Adasik out to mind the sheep, giving him two raw hides. He told him he could use the one as a sunshade and he should peg the other to the ground to dry out. But Aldisik mistrusted his uncle and so he wrapped the, the hide over an iwe. Iwi. Ali Guran came in the middle of the day and speared the sheep through the hide, thinking he had killed his, his nephew. But Aldisik arose from his resting place and told his uncle he had killed a sheep instead. Another time, Ali Guran, his son and his nephew were out camping together. 
They were near a water hole, but the boys did not know where it was. That night, Adasik slept some distance from his uncle, fearing a trick or an attempt on his life. In the middle of the night, Ali Guran roused his son, and the, uh, and the two of them crept down to the water hole and drank their fill. They spent the night by the water, drinking, and then slipped back to their camp in the morning. Adasik came at that time, was beginning to feel very thirsty, for he had emptied his own water skin during the night. He saw his uncle and cousin sleeping and knew that there must be water in the area. <clears throat> so he took some of the grease from their food. Um, they had a good store of meat and gobbed it in the bottom of their sandals. Then he waited. That night, the uncle and cousin returned to the water hole, and again, they drank their fill. They returned to the camp the next morning, but Adesik followed their trail by noting where the ants had come to feed on the grease from their sandals. And so he was able to find the water hole and drink his fill. Then he observed a tall stalk of reeds and guessed that this served as his uncle's marker to find the water hole. He cut it down and returned to the camp. That evening, Ali Guran could not find the way to the water hole. Adesik came and mocked him. I understand your tricks, he said. You wished you wished me to die of thirst, but now you are suffering, are you not? Then he showed them the way to the water hole. As he was drinking, Ali Guran drew his sword and prepared to strike him. But Adesik saw the reflection in the water and was able to dodge his blow. Then he, he had his own sword out and beat down his uncle's blade. Ali Guran gave up, muttering that they they were united through mothers' wombs and mothers. Wait, they were united through mothers' womb and mothers' milk. And that's the end of that story. That was it. Like, please don't kill me, uh, nephew. Um, you're so much stronger, and I've been trying to kill you after you saved me over and over again. Uh, my favorite part is the fact that I just think, I hope I'm saying your name wrong. You're right. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. That you were the bigger person in all these situations, and, and that uh, you had a tough life, but you still were very... What's the word? Honorable, maybe? Do the right thing. They were family. You kept them, you, you know, you could have had them lost and thirsty. You just uh, decided to let them get water anyway. Your uncle still tried to kill you. You decided to just, you know, not kill him. You saved him out in the middle of nowhere once. It's nuts. Um, thank you for listening. That was Reading with Finest, the end of season three. African Miss of Origin now done. Woohoo! I am happy. I'm on. I'm ready to read something new and try something new and get a new rhythm. I don't think African Miss of Origin was the book for me, but it's okay. I did it. I tried. Thanks for sticking it out with me. I'll see you tomorrow, most likely. Thank you. Today's the day.